Hello and happy Sunday afternoon to you. You're listening to Prison Cast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. I'm your host, Ayanna Contreras, and we're going to spend the next two hours taking over the public radio airwaves all across the state of Illinois. Now, before we get too far, let's explain what this is all about. PrisonCast is a special broadcast for people inside Illinois prisons and for their families and friends on the outside. After a years-long investigation into wrongdoing by prison guards in Illinois, WBEZ's criminal justice team wanted to do something with and for the people most affected by our criminal justice system. And we'll say this up front. We know there are people in prison who have been wrongfully convicted— There are also lots of people in prison who did really bad things and caused a lot of hurt. Nearly 17,000 people got released from state prison last year and came home to towns all around Illinois. We all have a stake in their rehabilitation and success after release. We all have a stake in keeping them connected to their communities, our communities. And one of the few connections people in Illinois prisons have with the outside world is through radio. So we've reached out to people in prison and their families and friends all over the state. We asked what music they wanted to hear, what kind of news and information they needed, and what sounds they missed hearing the most. With the help of more than a dozen partner organizations who work in prisons, we got scores of responses. For example, Mr. Webb inside Illinois River Correctional Center in Canton describes growing up near the Metro Tracks in Chicago's Woodlawn neighborhood and asked us to play the soothing sound of the train passing by. Electric South Chicago train number 318 to Millennium Station is now approaching your station. This prison cast special will be an afternoon full of sounds like that, sounds we gathered from all over the outside world, We're also airing music requests and interviews for you folks inside, like advice on how to parent from prison and how to prepare for your release. So if you or someone you know is inside, think of the next two hours as a way to experience something together. For everyone else, think of the next two hours as a way to be reminded of our shared humanity, of the ways we're connected. And there's going to be some good music along the way. This first song was requested by Kilroy inside Cook County Jail. It's What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. That song was requested by multiple folks for this particular broadcast. This next music request also comes from Mr. Webb in Illinois River, a perfect song for a summer Sunday afternoon. Good food, family. Here's Bob Marley with Three Little Birds. That was Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Okay, before we head into a break, we're going to take a little road trip. We got a request from Ms. Garcia inside Logan Correctional Center in Lincoln to hear the sounds of the rides at Six Flags Great America up in Gurney. So we told reporter Mariah Wolfel to grab her tape recorder and get in line for her favorite roller coaster. All right, headed to Six Flags Great America. Hi, how are you? There we go. Thank you. We're in the park. Merry-go-round. 
you gonna play? Yes. I'm gonna try to make uh, the rings in one of the bottles. I'll try to make one and then I'll earn, I'll try to earn a prize. That panda is almost as big as you. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom in through the line at Superman. I hate when you can hear it cranking up. Wait, but I kind of love I, this ride. Me too. I want to go on. So you want to die on this ride? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to die, having fun. Those were the sounds of Great America produced by WBEZ's Mariah Wolfel. And yes, that was her. You heard screaming on the roller coaster at the end there. We're going to take a quick break, but there's more to come here on PrisonCast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. We'll be talking about self-care while you're waiting for someone to get out of prison or while you're doing time yourself. We'll also play some sounds from Puerto Rico and do some headbanging. That's next. Welcome back to PrisonCast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. I'm Ayana Contreras, and you're listening to a two-hour special for people inside Illinois prisons and their families. The point of this show is to create a moment of togetherness between Illinois prison families and people who are locked up. We asked them for music requests and dedications and to tell us sounds they wanted to hear from the outside world. In a second, we're going to have a conversation about how to stay emotionally healthy while you're inside prison or while you're waiting for someone to get out. But first, we're going to take you on a little trip to the Caribbean Sea. We got two requests to hear sounds from Puerto Rico, and producer Zoraya Diaz went to find them for us. Hello, my name is Zoraya Diaz. This request comes from Alex at the Stateville Correctional Center, who wanted to hear the sound of the coqui frog in Puerto Rico. Right now, I'm in Gonzales Street, walking around, and next to this beautiful house, there is a mango tree in which a community of coquis lives. Right now, I'm at Mina's house. She lives in a small house with a tin roof, but she has an amazing garden, small but beautiful. This request comes from Carlos at Hill Correctional Center. Carlos was born in Puerto Rico and wanted to hear the sound of rain falling on a metal roof because it reminds Carlos of home.
Oh, that was beautiful. Okay, we're going to move from Puerto Rico back to our studios in Chicago now for a conversation about you. There aren't many environments that present as many emotional health challenges as prison. It's obviously tough on people inside, and it's tough on your family and friends waiting for you outside. So now we're going to bring you some advice for taking care of yourself while you're incarcerated. Latanya Jennifer Sublet directs the Holistic and Liberatory Peer Reentry Program at the Chicago Torture Justice Center. Welcome, Latanya. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. You know, when we talk about resources for people in prison, self-care might not be the first thing that are on a lot of people's minds. But why do you think it's important for people inside to think about self-care and emotional health? Well, basically because um, there are so many things that are out of our control while we're incarcerated. And the one thing that we have control over is definitely our response and how we take care of ourselves. We may be, you know, limited as far as products and, and things like that, but taking care of yourself really is something that we can focus on and we have to do in order to be able to survive that kind of environment. So, you know, you're speaking about this from experience. I mean, as much as you're comfortable sharing, can you talk about your own um, emotional health? Uh, while you were incarcerated and what other people might be feeling? Um, For me, um, what my mom said to me after I was um, convicted, my mom said to me that they only have your body. Let your mind be as free as you want it to be. And from that, I just said, hey, I will read everything. I will seek out you know, every piece of information to better equip myself because I knew that whether I left prison early or not, that one day I would be leaving. And what I didn't want to do um, was for people to be able to tell that I had been to prison and not that um, I was ashamed of it, but I wanted to surprise people with my story. So um, I just started, you know, equipping myself with information and educating myself. You know, it's interesting. Um, I just heard of a conversation with Vic Mensa, and he was saying he had a friend who was in prison, and he just kept sending his friend books. And he, he was commenting on how ravenous that friend was and wound up reading, I think, something like 40 books in a couple of months. Like, that was his, like, coping mechanism. Yeah, it it really, really is. It it takes you to a different place. And then you find out a lot about yourself. And that's the difference with taking care of yourself and your emotional health while you're incarcerated. It doesn't have to be limited to what people define as self-care. Self-care could be something like, hey, reading a book. Self-care could be, you know, drawing a picture for your children or your grandchildren. Self-care could be sitting with other um, people who are incarcerated and helping them, you know, to fill out, you know, paperwork or things that they have to do. There are a lot of things that can be self-care, even though you're including other people because you're in an environment with other people, but it does something for yourself. You you get a payment from it that doesn't have anything to do with your sentence. It has everything to do with your well-being. Mm. You mentioned the drawing for the children and grandchildren. That's that's a beautiful thought. And it also reminds me of, you know, the toll on families. It's, you know, doing time is is so hard on families and loved ones um, of the folks who are inside. So how do you recommend that those folks on the outside um, take care of themselves and maintain that relationship with the loved one who is locked up? 
Um, I would say, first of all, that the the family members, the, the wives, the husbands, uh, partners at home have to just really grab the air for themselves. Like, it is okay to be overwhelmed. Sometimes, you know, we, we don't acknowledge how overwhelmed we are in certain situations because we don't want to take away from the other person who's actually in the situation. But it's overwhelming. It's hard. It's heavy. And I think you just have to acknowledge that and say, this is not going to be easy. It's a horrible thing. What can we do? What's our game plan? Our game plan is we're going to visit. We're going to call. We're going to send photos. However it, it may be, you, you have to come up with a, a game plan to say, how are we going to get through this? Because it's a, it's a whole family event. It really is. It's not just the person who is incarcerated. Yeah, I mean, whether someone's incarcerated or not, it takes a lot of work to maintain closeness, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's lots of people in Illinois prisons who have serious mental illnesses uh, that they had before they were even incarcerated, um, who deserve their own set of medical and clinical treatments. But for people who don't have that sort of diagnosis, but are struggling, are there resources that you'd recommend that they can access from inside? I will tell you, if you do not have um, SMI, a serious mental um, illness, if you are just struggling on your own, nobody is going to reach for you. You have to accept that. Like when you walk in prison, you really would think that people are going to say, hey, how are you? The fact that you're there, society doesn't care. They don't care. I, I was in prison for 21 years and nobody ever asked me how I was doing. You know, nobody knew if I could read or not. They just leave you there. And that's very, very hard to be surrounded with a thousand people and you feel so isolated. So you have to seek out some type of something. And unfortunately, sometimes that's bad and you lose your way and then you find yourself again. You have to set in your mind, even with the struggle, even with the hurt and the pain that I have to find something for myself. For me, it was journaling. I started writing. I started reading. And then it just took off. And I, I just said, you know what? This is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to make it. And it's like I wrote my story every day, happy, sad, glad, or mad. I wrote my story. I've been speaking with Latanya Jennifer Sublet with the Chicago Torture Justice Center. Thank you. Thank you. Now, one thing that always makes me feel good my favorite music. So let's play some more song requests. This request comes from William inside Stateville Prison in Joliet, who says, despite our misdeeds and the harm we've caused, if we repent, reform, and atone, there is a place for us in society. Here's Stevie Wonder with A Place in the Sun. Like a long, lonely stream, I keep running towards a dream. From 1966, it's Stevie Wonder with A Place in the Sun. Okay, this next request comes from Patrice in the Joliet Treatment Center, who wants to dedicate this song to anyone who has ever felt different. Patrice wrote, quote, I feel like Freddie Mercury is a champion for people who are different. That's right, it's Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, on Prison Cast. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? That was Queen with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, we're going to end this segment with a sound that can't help but make you smile. 
I'm gonna get you. <laughs> We've got a request for a sound of innocence and purity and freedom, the sound of a child's laughter. So we went to a daycare in Chicago's Bronzeville neighborhood where we asked parents picking up their kids to try to make them laugh. Hi, how are you? Hi. Did you have a good day? Yeah. Yes. Hi, I'm James. I'm her uncle. And this is Maya. This is my niece. My name is Daphne, and this is Scarlett. Hi, Scarlett. Say hi. Typically, the easiest way to make him laugh is to tickle him. Mommy, did you want the kid? That's tickles. That's tickles. You got ticklish over there? Huh? What about you right here? What about here? <laughs> no, right here. Oh, here he comes. Hey, Zozo. Hey, hi. Hey, precious. How you doing? You glad to see Grandy? How was your day? How was your day? Mama's gonna Superman you. Superman. There you go. <laughs> as soon as you say something gross, they're gonna laugh, especially if it's embarrassing. <laughs> We do like kisses and like a little rough housing that always makes them. What's your favorite food? Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. You eat them off the floor? No. Yes, you do. I've seen you eat some off the floor before. <laughs> yeah, you eat them off the floor. Well, you better not smile. You better not smile. <laughs> There's that big smile I love. That side-splitting montage was produced by WBEZ's Rob Wildeboer. And we're going to take a quick break right now, but we've got more prison casts coming up from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. This is our statewide radio special for people in prisons and their families. Still ahead, we'll talk about tips for keeping in touch with your kids while you're in prison, and we'll take a relaxing dip in Lake Michigan. Welcome back to PrisonCast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. I'm Ayana Contreras. If you're just joining us and wondering why your normal program isn't airing, well, you're listening to our two-hour special for people inside Illinois prisons and their families. We spent months doing outreach into Illinois prisons to hear from a population you might not think about much, the people incarcerated here. We heard from nearly 80 people in prison and their family members for this special show. And today we're playing their music requests, audio requests, and sharing some bits of information and advice. We also want to acknowledge that lots of people in prison did very bad things, things that have caused suffering. This show is not about erasing the wrongs they committed or the grief of their victims. We also know that last year, nearly 17,000 people got released from state prison and went home to communities all around Illinois. And we all have a stake in their rehabilitation and ultimate success. So this special broadcast is an effort to connect us all, inside and outside. And this next sound request does just that. It comes from Antoine inside Stateville Prison in Joliet, who asked to hear the sound of a basketball bouncing. We ended up finding a hundred of them. Let's listen. Uh, we are uh, at a facility here in Chicago called the CSO Multiplex, where we are going to be hosting a basketball camp. What's up, people? Y'all all right? Y'all ready to work out today? Uh, 
every child that's going to come today is a child who's been affected by crime and incarceration. So that means their mom or their dad has been incarcerated. Go through the cones, those bounce, those dribble from one cone to the next cone. My name is Talia. I've been, I've been shooting the ball and the hope and stuff. Are you making a lot of shots? Not that much. So now dribble to that cone. Our executive producer, Lauren Frost, brought us that audio from a basketball clinic for kids of incarcerated parents. We're going to talk more about that now. If you're a parent who's serving time, it means you aren't there for your kid during those big milestones in life. First steps, first day of school, first time riding a bike. Parenting from prison is a challenge, but there are things you can do to try and nurture those relationships. To share some advice, we're bringing in Martin Garcia, the manager of the Marshall Project's publication, News Inside. Welcome, Martin. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me. Martin, can you share a bit about your own experience and what challenges parents who are incarcerated might face? Absolutely. Um, So I have kind of a a dual experiencing with parental incarceration. I grew up with my father in prison. My, My father went to prison when I was one years old. And I also went to prison myself. Um, I was recently released about two and a half years ago, serving a 10-year sentence in New York State. And I have three children, uh, very young, that uh, experienced parental incarceration because of me. The biggest thing about being in prison is is the the inability to be physically present. So I think that in, in spite of the fact that I was able to make phone calls daily, I was able to receive uh, visits uh, probably monthly, the reality is I wasn't there. I saw my daughter take her first steps at 11 months in a visiting room where I was not able to walk with her or experience that. I've had to worry about uh, my child being hospitalized and the inability to run and take them and care for them and provide support to the family. My child has not been able to consistently like uh, rely on me for like homework help. And sometimes I've called and they've said, hey, like I needed you yesterday. I had this math problem. I couldn't figure it out and nobody could help me. And I think that that right there is the biggest challenge that you have to come to terms with the fact that no matter how hard you try, all these barriers are put in place and it's almost impossible to be like an active parent. So what's your advice for how incarcerated parents can maintain that relationship with their kids? There's no blanket method, right? Everything is really individualized. You have to kind of get to know your child. And I think the biggest thing that I did not like that was done with my children that I wanted to correct over the years was lying to them about my circumstance. People are afraid to talk about these things. They don't want children to be ridiculed in school. They don't want children to feel like it's their fault that their parent is incarcerated. So we lie to them to protect them, which a lot of people do. And it happened to me. And as they grew older, I kind of had to engage with them and and let them know, like, I'm not in college. I'm not in the army. I'm not away for work. I'm in prison because I made a poor choice and I'm suffering the consequence of that choice. Uh, remaining, you know, communicative with them, being honest as possible, trying to provide age-appropriate answers are some of the things that I've done with my children. Martin, what are some creative ways that parents can keep in touch with their kids? One thing that I that I did is I took a parenting course while I was incarcerated. And so one of the things I learned from there is that if you can get your child like a, a magazine subscription, Something inexpensive, highlights, National Geographic kids, $15 a year because of the financial burden is, is, is ridiculous while you're incarcerated. Then your child will be receiving a gift from you every month. It becomes a routine. 
And so what I would do is I would order the magazine for myself and order it for my children. And then we could kind of go through the magazine together when we were on the phone, or we could write letters about it and say, hey, like, did you see this article about giraffes? So it was like educational and fun and interactive. Some people share artwork together where they're like, I'll paint a picture of things that I've experienced. You paint a picture of things that you've experienced. I've also heard of people doing puzzles together, word search or crossword, where like, I'll rip it out. I'll start it off. I'll mail it home to you. You do a word or clue and then send it back to me. Yeah, I think just things like that. But it's things that we would normally do in person with a child, but you kind of just have to break it up into pieces. So your publication, News Inside, recently asked people for ideas about parenting from prison. And you printed some of those responses from incarcerated parents. Uh, what did you hear from them? If you're open, I can share a couple if you'd like. Oh, please. So a reader in California said, I recently just had my first kid. It really changed my mindset on how I do things. I went to jail the day after his birth. It messes me up not being able to see my child, but I still love him and will do anything for him. You live and you learn. My advice would be just to stay down and don't give up. Your kid will still have love for you no matter what. Tell your kid you love them every day when you get a chance to talk to them. I know it sucks not seeing them, but stay up. Do you and everything will be okay. Um, another parent from California that's incarcerated said, Parents behind walls must understand people, and your children included, have lives outside of these walls. So learn patience if you don't get your way. In the difficult times, I try to meditate and come up with the best solution possible. That's how I deal with difficult times. I also ask them a lot of questions about what they want in their lives. Stay relentless and active in your child's life, regardless of your circumstance. It's mm, really good wisdom. I've been speaking with Martin Garcia from The Marshall Project. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me again. Now, speaking of parenting, let's talk a little bit about mama. Several mamas wrote to prison cast with songs for their children, and lots of you inside dedicated songs to your moms. You all appreciate it. Ms. Howard inside Logan Correctional Center requested Tupac with Dear Mama. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I That's some Tupac for you here on Prison Cast, a special broadcast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio. We're playing songs and sounds requested by people in prison and their families. This next request comes from Ms. Thompson, also inside Logan, who wanted to hear a song for Mama by Boys to Men. That was a song for Mama by Boys to Men. We're going to head into another break in a minute, but before that, let's take a breath. A lot of you requested to hear the peaceful sounds of nature, a babbling brook, chirping birds, even a rooster crowing. WBEZ reporter Indy Kara went outside to find them. Those were some sounds of nature produced by Indy Kara. 
What you're hearing right now are the waves of Lake Michigan. The mother of Isaiah at Lawrence Correctional Center requested that sound and recorded this dedication. My name is Darlisa, and I am the mother of Isaiah. So, Isaiah, you and I have grown up in the city of Chicago our whole life, and I would always take you to the lakefront. And even when you were in my stomach as a teenager, I used to go to the rocks and just sit on the rocks and listen to the waves. One day we're going to sit on that beach again, and we're also going to visit all the beaches that's all over the world. That would be us. I already have your travel bag ready, and I'm waiting for you. Coming up in the next hour of Prison Cast from WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio, we've got more music and sound requests. Plus, we'll give you five tips for preparing to be released from prison. I'm Ayana Contreras. Stay with us. Hello and happy Sunday. From WBEZ and Illinois Public Radio, I'm Ayana Contreras, and you're listening to Prison Cast, a radio special for people in prison and their family and friends on the outside. If you're just tuning in, let me tell you why we're doing this. The whole idea came after WBEZ did a years-long investigation into wrongdoing by prison guards in Illinois. Afterward, our criminal justice reporting team got the idea for this project to do something with and for the people and families most affected by our criminal justice system. And with a radio network that reaches every corner of the state, Illinois public radio stations are uniquely situated to reach people inside prisons all over Illinois. So we asked what music they wanted